Oh. Hey, Mike Will, give me a beat. Mike Yo. Sticks, homie, ate the kids home. Think what's now, sweat a kid grown. Fly, I'm in fly mode. Take a seat, stupid, you see the sign on. Sorry, doc, it took a long time. Been on tour with Snoop, I was on my grind. Missed a couple calls, Hollywood and all. Tangeray got me feeling like hope, it's fine. <laughs> so I hit the booth for the caffeine show. Smooth D, holla, get at me, though. AQ, nice, running like an athlete, bro. Cook, cook, cold, man. That's what I be, and so be Porsche. Cook, cook, cold, man. Pockets like Big Shirley, that's Martin Mike. Hurt your cook, cook, cold, man. Bars be cold, Alcatraz, Mike Murphy. Caffeine morning show, we the best out. There you go, Doc, in your mouth. Money running like water, never drought. Prepare the royal baggage, the king be out. Cars never gonna lease a king be out. Hurry up and buy, old oh, dog, get out. Damn, blah. Hey, Sticks, you can't be serious. I'm about to serious a shade for five. I'm living this Warren Buffett life. See, I get this wealth. My name is Money, cocksucker. Introduce yourself. Your last name ain't Benjamin. I don't need your help. If you ever block my money, just shoot yourself. Damn. I thought I told you before. This caffeine morning show. Let's go. Yo. Yo, Doc, I told you I got this thing right here, dog. It's Caffeine Morning Show. Smooth D, Q, Nice, Porsche, what up? You know what I'm saying? This how we, you know what? See, I flip the bars like a pie. Move a hundred keys out overnight. That mean a hundred wraps in 24. I can sell it for 17.5. That's real work across seas. If rap don't work, I move these. Too metaphoric, then please. Like Swiss beats, I push keys. Don't forget them from Watsi. I deliver. No DiGiorno, no porno. Goodbye, December. Porsche will tell all the girls he fine. But he married, go figure. Just still jumping his DM anyway because he... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> You, I got you. This is how we do. Caffeine Morning Show. Blah! AM Caffeine Show. AM Caffeine Show's in the building. It's your boy DOC. DJ Young Free, the official, unofficial DJ's rocking with me today. No partial Coleman, but that's all right. She got fired. Yeah, we fired the broad again. Bye. We fire her every week. Can she get unemployment? <laughs> There's no benefits here. There's no benefits here. AM Caffeine Show. Smooth D's rocking with us as well. Um, As promised on Friday, I told you guys we were going to have a very special guest, but I didn't want to announce who it was because I wanted to make sure that uh, the guest was going to be able to make it. You know, he's, he flies all around and he's in Dubai and London, Amsterdam. You know, it's hard to keep up with certain artists. Our special guest today, let me tell you, man, I'm talking about Billboard Award winner multiple times, uh, Soul Train Award winner, nominated for. Multiple American Music Awards, prolific Ooh. songwriter from Ooh. from one of the bigger uh, biggest groups from like the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, has gone through um a journey in his career as a solo artist and being part of just a monumental group. And um, group is back together doing big things. The one and only, my man RL from the R&B group. Next is in the damn building. Yeah. RL is in the building. We got RL turned up. Come on, don't do our guests like that, dude. Oh. <laughs> RL, what's up, homie? What's going on, family? RL, prolific songwriter, man, has written songs and has worked with everybody from... Usher Luther Vandross Like that's when you Drop the mic Lufa. When you do something Lufa And I think Was that skinny Lufa Or was that big Lufa It was He was medium Medium <laughs> He was medium Yeah RL is in the building So our man These last two years Have um A lot has been going on With you man Yeah Yeah Um The group is back together First off Let me shout out to um Tilo Friend of the AM Cafe show, as well as yeah. Tweet, my homies. What's up, guys? But yeah, you know up? what? RL is here today. <laughs> Representing for uh, for the trio. So, R, man, you guys are back together. How has it been? 
You know, it's been a, it's it's been it's been a work in progress, but it's all positive. All positive. Yeah. Um, how long had it been before Unsung? So let me rewind the tape. Unsung comes out. Uh, was that over a year ago? Correct. About about a year. Yeah. And would you say that Unsung was the reason that kind of brought you guys back together? Uh, nah. No. Not really. Um, to be honest, when I first saw the edit of Unsung, I wasn't really happy. Okay. they had been asking me for a long time to do it. Right. And um, Ike, uh, Isaac. producer. Yeah. Isaac he, Taylor. Shouts out to the homie. Shout out Isaac, yeah. yeah. He had, um, you know, been reaching out to my publicist about doing it. And I didn't really want to revisit it because... Um, I know that when you're angry at people, you sometimes you say things you don't mean or like, okay, say you wake up and you mad about something. Like your girl make you mad. You mad because it's sunny out. You mad because of the coffee cold. You, once you're in that state of mind. You, everything pisses everything, you off. Yeah. Right. So I knew that when I was interviewed, I could be calculated and watch what I say. But, you know, um, it's an emotional situation when there's other people involved and you got homeboys and ex-managers and a lot of different cats, you know, putting stuff in your ear. So um, when I saw the edit, I wasn't really happy, but um, Tilo reached out to me. And it's funny what a face-to-face or, you know, person-to-person conversation can can do when right. you ain't got all these other people involved. So that's really what got it popping. Got it popping again. Yeah. I would say, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the unsung um, brand. I've seen them all. And and maybe I'm a little biased because of just my uh, relationship with everybody in Next. But, man, that, that story was off the hook. Yeah. You know, seeing what everybody went through right. and still was able to be one of the biggest groups in the country after all the trials and tribulations just to even get to that point where it seemed like maybe they won't even make it. Yeah, you know, but but for me, the, the past two years, besides getting married, having a daughter, different Congratulations, like congratulations. Um, I'd say over the last three years, I've, I've learned probably the biggest lessons in the industry over the last three years before the beyond the 17 years before that so the last three years was pre- pretty much my my thesis it was my my, my crash course of, of, of the biggest lessons I've ever learned in this industry and what and what are those lessons and what opened your eyes to be receptive to those new things that maybe you had been closed off to before okay first I used to want everybody to like me I grew up with so with low self-esteem so I'd always want to be everybody's friend. And that's not possible. This is a competitive business. You know what I'm saying? Um, two, you know, I don't know if people know, but I was doing the WQRL thing, which was Wingo from Jagged Edge, Q Parker from 112, and myself. I did a whole project that'll never come out. Right. And then I went from that to Lover's Lane, which was me, Chauncey Black from Black Street, and Wingo from Jagged Edge. And that'll never come out. Now, let me, let me just interject real quick. So coming from a group like Next... Were you yearning to be back in a group just because you were kind of just used to the brotherhood of that? Well, what's what's funny is, you know, from watching the Unsung, that's a perfect example. You would think that um, I just wanted to be a solo artist. Right. And I never did. Um, I've always liked the structure of a group um, because I was always nervous on stage by myself. <laughs> okay. Um and I, and I love to see other people do well. I don't think people knew that or even know that Wingo from Jagged Edge can blow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's super talented. You know what I'm saying? Even within 112, Q is like the sex symbol, but the voice is really slim. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when I would go into these projects or, or when I put it like this, when I was requested to do these projects. Oh, hold because up. I want to I want to make that, you know, understood when I was requested to um, like say you come to me and say, yo, we should do this. As soon as you say that, or if I if I give you the, the green light, I'm all in. Ain't no, well, you know, we could try it out. It's all in. So we literally would have a whole project done in a month and a half, and that's what would happen. Right. But then maybe, you know, uh, your group is, is not cool with that because they see the the business opportunities. You're getting three groups for the price of one. So if somebody <laughs> right. books this group, you're right. getting basically. So it became different issues and people getting involved and in saying different things. And I kind of was left holding the ball. You know what I mean? Um, and it taught me that loyalty is not the same in the streets it is, as it is in the record business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to be long-winded, I can say that 
God works in mysterious ways because if I would would have still been focused on those projects, I probably wouldn't have even been open to doing next. Right. And next is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So, you know, everything happens for, for a, reason. a reason. But I learned that, you know, I don't need new friends because I was trying to make them. You know, I, I grew up with, with two brothers, Tilo and Tweet. That's it. And my best friend, Shiloh. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Besides that, there wasn't any friends. And then I would go try to make new ones. And it's really industry friends. Right. And um, it hurt me because... Literally to this day, there are certain cats in certain groups that look at me funny and, and really don't speak because they might have thought that I'm trying to take their group member or I'm trying to do something underhanded, not knowing that I was requested. Right. So it's cool, but I learned some lessons to... I was reading an article on um, Jimmy Butler, and he said he feeds off of controversy mm-hmm. uh, and negativity. And I, and to be honest, they've created a monster because I do too. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> why, that's why I've recorded 57 records brand new for the new next album people were wondering was i going to use any of the records from those previous groups that i had written those records for i didn't um i'm in a whole different mind space i have a little bitterness that i'm using as fuel but a lot of it's just i'm pissed off right right so i'm ready wow I'm ready for war so next is back together and you have been a part of writing you said upwards of 60 damn songs for this new next project which sounds like that six albums yeah and no, i'm saying i wrote 60 records for this album from scratch <laughs> because once you get back into a comfort zone of people that you know there it's almost like a basketball team you know where he likes the ball you know where he he likes this or that it's it it's working amazingly and and to be honest one of the great things about our hiatus is that once we got back together, I wasn't looked at as just a little brother anymore. Right. You know, not even, I'm a man. So they gave, they gave me a respect that I yearned for for a long time and sometimes space again. That's like when you break up with your girl and you start realizing, you know what, I miss her cooking. Or, you know what, maybe I took this for granted. And I think we took each other for granted. So I'm just glad that, you know, it worked out the way it did. So, 60 new songs. So, you know what, Free? We're going to get into a mix. Wait, hold on. You know, I, let me ask this question. Because RL is a prolific songwriter. When you first got into the business, RL, did you come in knowing or, or understanding song structure and knowing that you had the ability to write songs the way that you do now? I mean, obviously, there had to be a maturation to get to that point. But when you came in, did you come in as a songwriter? I did only because uh, Lance and Prof T that originally discovered us. Well, especially Prof, he really honed my skills. So you have to remember, I wrote Butter Love, right. which was the first single. Um, so I was 16 when I when I originally wrote the song. Um, it came out like two years later or whatever. But for me, melodies were always in my head because I was a rapper first. So like, it's if I told you my, my favorite records that I've written, you'd be surprised. Or if I told you who I wanted to work with, you'd be surprised. For me... It's probably the most obscure things that, that mean the most to me. So I love melodies. Um, I'm known for up-tempos, but I really like slow jams. But I just like music. Right. AM Caffeine Show. So, um, mm-hmm. Young Free, let's, let, let's get into a mix real quick. All right. You know, give me uh, let, let, let's let's play some um, some joints that RL has written. Let's maybe play a couple next songs. We're going to come back. RL uh, uh, from the group next. Is in the building, and you know he doesn't really come to the West Coast that much. So we had to make sure. Once I knew it was confirmed, hey. confirmed, had to have him come in today. Am caffeine show? No, I had to come in today because you're my brother, that, and I had to. Come That's on, man! Is. Not everybody got that kind of clout, dude. Am caffeine show? Young free, let it go. We up in here. RL's with us. Right now, I got a real one from Northside. Yeah. Ghetto, Minneapolis, ghetto, I'm from the ghetto, <laughs> you know how we do, yeah. For my people down south, we go to they mouth, for my people out east, with the key in the couch, for my people out west, they be banging it out. We morning started the right way, with the air of the morning show. got airbrush on they nails, a little five-year-old son, and on herself, smoke a little weed, say it's good for their health. We're now tuning to the next with DJ didn't always have the crib, so I gotta rep where I'm from, even though I live where I live, back when I was a kid, Tyler City used to give, my mama money for groceries, brown cartons of cheese, and vouchers for everything, 
DJ Young Freak Freak Go do your thing I'm so glad 
AM Caffeine Morning Show. Do it till you can't take no more 
turn you on and turn you out without a doubt. I'm trying to pump it off. Come on and lead this place. I'll take you to my place and freak you at my place in the morning, girl. I drop you off. Ooh yeah, so good. Ooh, I got what you need. Set your body free. All you need is key. At the club, ladies showing love. I just wanna make it back. Do it when you used to do it, do it, do it to that good old music, girl. And when you do, oh baby, oh. See, I got what you need. Set your body free. All you need is keys. You better sing something, gosh dang it. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. RL is oh, in the building from the R&B group next. RL, I've never heard that song. So that's Keith. That's Keith Sweat. Keith produced Sweat by, produced by Teddy Riley. Uh-huh, written by me, yep. Written by you. Uh-huh. How old is that? It's a couple years old. They, I did, um, how many did I do on that album? I did five or six because I... I get it confused because I did five or six on Genuine's A Man's Thoughts around the same time that I did. I was working with Keith. Right. So, yeah. How hard is it? So, when you're doing projects like that, so you're working with Genuine, you're working with Keith Sweat at the same time. How hard is it to like, okay, you know what? I got to stay in this line. These are for Genuine. These are for Keith. That it doesn't get convoluted. Like, how difficult is that? It's easy because... The hardest thing for an artist to do is work with somebody that didn't make it as an artist. Right. <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. Right. Yeah. Ask Tilo because one time we were doing, um, we first started, really your first experiences in the studio can really ruin you. Right. Because it took T a minute to get back his swag because we had worked with a writer that was never made it as an artist. Right. And he wanted the records to be sung like he sang them. Okay. And, uh-huh. Well, if they wanted it sung like you sang it, they would have signed you. Right. So <laughs> right. When you you have to be selfless as a writer and go, okay, how can I make this record yours? How can people hear it and think of you and not me? Right. You know I'm saying the, the issue with me early on was everybody wanted it too close. So labels would be like, no, we want exactly what that, that was. Right. So you have to. So then people are like, well, this sounds similar, and that's because. That's what they wanted. That's what you requested. Right. right. So, yeah, but it's, it's easy when you when you, when you know you're an artist. I don't want you sounding like me because I want to keep my fan base. Right. I want you to sound and like your you. sound. Right, right, right. right. Um, so the process of writing for you, do you like it? Do you prefer when, you know, if a label that calls it, hey, you know, we need songs for such and such, or do you just like to kind of just create on your own as you hear a beat and then say, you know what, I think this song would work for this artist, which is there a, a preferred method or they kind of just both work the same? It's it's always easier to just create. And then once you create, you go, you know what, I can see such and such cutting this. Because if you're a creative person, you just like that day you might be in a certain vibe or a track or take you somewhere. You might have seen something on TV. Sometimes it can be an artist as well, though. You know what I'm saying? It really depends because I've been in a studio where I hear a track and I go, you know who I could hear on this track? Right. right. Let me see if I can write a record. Because it's the difference in saying, let me write a record that sounds like this person. For me, I'm a visionary in a sense of I want to write a record to go that I can say, this is where I can see them going. See, mm-hmm. I heard that last album. It was dope, but I feel like they this was missing. This was missing, to do right? This. So, Take yeah. them to the next to that next step, that right. next level. Exactly. How has it? How has the uh, music industry changed for a songwriter like yourself from the time that you entered the game to now? 
is it that much harder to now get songs uh, placed on certain artists, or is it now because you have such a uh, an extensive catalog and folks know what you've done? Is it easier or is it harder now? Um, it's three. It's harder, but there's three reasons. Number one, um, there are a lot of dominoes, and what I mean by that is Domino was a rapper that sang. It was like here we go. It was like it really oh. was. It was a mixture, mm-hmm. and a lot of these new artists. That's wow. what they are. They're like little baby dominoes. Right. Wow. And I'm with the girl at the club. We was popping in the and it's really and it's dope. Like I don't mean that in a sense of disrespect, but it's really not a vocalist. Not saying that they, they can do a couple riffs and do a few things, but it's really not blowing. It ain't right. Vocals. <laughs> right. So, right. And these cats write their own stuff. They got their own teams, which is dope because everybody has access to a studio now, so right. it's oversaturated. So if you just catch a wave. Or you got a following, you're good. But mm-hmm. does that lower the bar? Uh, yes, but only because there's two ways to look at why the industry's where it's at. People keep talking about, well, you know, do you think you know it's ruining or this? No, I don't. I think that that leaves my lane open. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But this is the this is the truth. Okay, when Puff got put on, hypothetically, what do you think he did? What's the first thing he did besides buy his mama house or whatever? What you think? When he got put on as an executive, exactly where he could make moves, where he could make decisions. What do you think the first one of the first things he did was? I would say, fine artist. Nah, you put your boys on. I don't want you on the street no more. <sighs> yeah. So now, guess what? Yeah. You used to sell dope. So you know how you look at the music industry the same way you look the at dope. Hustle. Right? How, how can I flip this? So now the question isn't. I can't listen to your music and know what's a hit. I don't know music, but mm. I can ask you how many followers you got. Oh, you got wow. a buzz in your city. These are the kind of questions that execs ask you now because a lot of them aren't visionaries. They don't know music. Right. They ca- they're trying to catch a new wave. It's mm-hmm. a it's like flipping uh, real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, you trying to find the next. Okay, so how many how many followers you got? How many hits on on YouTube? Where's the record? It is no artist development anymore. Absolutely. So right now you could catch a wave, but then it's over. I'm I've been living. We were talking about it off the air. I've been living on a few records for over 20, 20 years. years. Wow. So my cousin's Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind & Fire, so they can tour forever. That's all I... I want that. I'm, of course I want to you know, mm-hmm. catch a new wave, but that's important. Secondly, let me ask y'all this. You, you got a new whip. When you got your new whip, um, what was missing? I had to get the system in it. Nah. In what was missing when you got oh. it from Jump? What is the one thing it didn't have? Hmm. A CD player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. So, but they're, they're, cars now don't yeah, have so. So the question nah, is this: computers don't. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But the question is this: nowadays, my my audience, my original audience that grew up with me, a lot of them is like, I'm not putting no credit card or no iTunes and no. They're all, so right. They, yeah, so, so the truth is, and then when you go to the record store or or, or to, to Walmart or wherever or Target, you're going, wherever, how big is their CD selection? Not big Why? at all. Why? Because mm-hmm. what do they need CDs for? So my issue and the issue of artists from my genre, my age group is. How do I get you the music that you really want? That's why concerts are being sold out besides, you know, yeah. right. the, the hammer joint. Right. But <laughs> concerts, and I'm, that's my guy. I, right. I, I grew up in Hayward. So. Yeah, okay. But truthfully, people, all these sold out shows, Jill Scott, mm-hmm. Kim, uh, Anthony Hamilton, but a lot of times we can't sell records. Why? Because where are they buying it from? There's no A-track. There's no 45s. Mm-hmm. There's no record players. There's no CDs. Right. And a lot of, you know, like, I mean, I think that's very true. A lot of folks who are older aren't necessarily tech savvy. They're not streaming like that. Right. They're not even on Instagram or right. Snapchat. They're, they got Facebooks. That's right. it. Right. That's just You're to be nosy. You're lucky if you get that. Yeah. That's just to be nosy. Right. They're looking at, they're stalking you. You go to, you go to, your, you go to your high school reunion now, you'd be like, yeah, I, I want to show you pictures of my grandkids. They'd be like, I saw oh. them on the face. On, they don't say on Facebook. On, on the, the Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> uh, smooth. I don't know. Something happened over here with my mic. You sound, yeah, we can hear you. Sound, hear yeah, maybe your, um, your headphones. That's quiet. very true. So, do you think that we need to get back to having physical CDs? I, I, I think technology has passed that, but the, right. we just have to find out what's the next thing that can get the music to the consumers. Because right now, all it is is streaming, really. And I think that's kind of cheating. I mean, people are saying, "Oh, you went platinum, or you did this," and they're counting streams. We didn't have that, but at the same time, they don't have CDs now, so. It's a give and take. So we just have to find a way to get the music to the consumer. Right. And how do you feel about artists that now 
it's hard for them to monetize because almost folks almost feel like they get music for free. So now doesn't that hurt the artist to, you know, if you're a songwriter and you're giving your way your music for free. But the streaming, streaming, you it's, yeah, I'm, that's yeah, publishing but, you know, everything. The streaming is really, yeah, but, that's, but that's the only thing that they they can go off of, and hopefully you get some commercials or something. The truth is, realistically, um, that's that's the issue with R and B. I mean, I I know that next we were the first R and B group to do a mixtape. We did it with Fifty Cent, the, the and Who Kid, G Unit mixtapes. We did like three or four of those, you know, just because we was in the studio board. Um, then I did a couple mixtapes, but it was a mistake, and I'll tell you why. Hip-hop, you could put a record out tomorrow, and it blows up the next day. When I did the Tupac uh, till the end of time, right? literally, I did it like on a Thursday. No, maybe a Monday or two. No, matter of fact, I'm sorry. I don't want to—I misspoke. It was a Sunday, I remember. Um, it was on the radio out here um, by Thursday. Did it Sunday was on the radio right. on Thursday. Yeah, mixed every it was on by Thursday. It was supposed to be the second single. They made it the first single after they heard it. Um and it blew. R and B can take two, three months to catch. A right. record can, but then guess what? It's on for years, maybe forever. Right. And a lot of execs and a lot of artists want to use this same template of hip hop with other genres and you can't because R and B takes a while you get you know you got to see you got to work it you got to build it up you was playing it in your car and you had your favorites but then you had a chick in the car and she's like play number five and you never really thought about number five but <laughs> maybe you driving and she's making you like number five right right so right. now every time you hear number For five, five you're like yo play number five yo that's my jam right that's it's, it can grow on you nowadays it can that's another thing about i give drake props this last time he had like 22 ids it's, it's to the point now where people can cheat. They can go listen to your records, and if it doesn't instantly catch them, they're not going to download it. But what happens when you got so many IDs that somebody goes, well, I actually like like nine or ten, so I'm also buy the whole thing. The whole because album, right. If I spend 99 cents on each one, it's the same price. So then you buy it, and you live with it, and you start liking other records, and you start streaming those, and boom, and you selling records like Drake. Right. AM Caffeine Show, Aurel is in the building. So. I'm giving some little history. And yes, he is. So we have. A new next single that they are about to drop. Officially, when is it dropping, RL? Um, maybe a week or two. We've been we've been taking meetings trying to figure it out. Do we want to do it ourselves? Do we want to get an investor? We're just trying to figure out what, what our next move is because so many opportunities, but we want to make the right one because the truth is for us, you don't get two, three shots. They don't want to put on the, the, the quote-unquote throwback group. And I right. hate that word. I hate but, that word, too. Yeah, because why do they call pop groups classic? Yes, and yeah. I think we had that conversation mm-hmm. maybe last week. So when you talk about groups, with I don't know if it's the the Rolling Stones it's or classic. if it's the Who if or whoever Cher, it may be. Rod Stewart, that's classic rock. But as soon right. as you talk about our folks... You know, our artists who may be 40, not even 50, it's old school. Like, why are we putting a number and dating ourselves? The difference between a classic and an old school, a classic is something that's factory, it's clean, you appreciate it, it's been taken care of, paint is perfect. They'll say original, you know what I mean? For uh, old school, it could have rust on it, but it got rims on it. (laughs) (laughs) It got a new system in it. That's old school. Oh, we got candy paint on it. It rattles, but you got the speakers (laughs) in the trunk. It's not, it doesn't make sense to me, but it's cool. Right. So, Young Free, do you have the new next single? Yes, I do. You do. Okay, so let's blast it first off here. First, Time being played, heard anywhere, right here, AM Caffeine Show. RL is in the building. RL, blast this joint off for me. What, you got something to say, Young Free? Can we shout out our sponsors real quick? We'll shout them out later. RL is here. Oh, my bad. Let them them wait. Let them wait. (laughs) I just want to shout out my brothers, T-Lo and Tweet, um, my production partner, uh, B-Flat. Of course, DJ Kid Fresh. This is the single. It's called, again, just something real gangster and grown next. AM Caffeine Show exclusive. Let that joint go, Young Free. Aurel's in the building. Brand new next.
First time heard anywhere. Brand new next. Yeah. Again. Again. Um, I like that joint, but let me tell you guys, dude. I heard some. You're privy to other things. Man, I heard some joints. I can't (laughs) wait till they drop this one joint. It's so damn hot. (laughs) Uh, Shout out T-Lo and Tweet. So. In doing these new, you know, records and you you had a hiatus from, you know, the guys, you guys were all separated from each other, coming back together. Um, how long did it take to really, you know, get get that, that groove back that you were used to having with them? It was actually easier okay. um, because there's a new level of re- respect and maturity to where it, it's almost like, Everybody knows their lane. You know, Tilo's the businessman, Tweet's the spokesman. Um, they let me handle majority of the creative. Right. So it's actually less challenging than it's ever been. Very nice. So the hiatus helped. 
I mean, I can't say that. I'll, I'll just say that it sometimes a time away will make you appreciate. Make you appreciate it. Yeah. from all aspects, everybody. Most definitely. So we're looking for again, uh, commercially, maybe in the next couple weeks. Uh huh. Um, you guys have been touring nonstop. Yeah, we we we've been. It's been beautiful, and we we got the title of the new album and everything. So we ready. Can we tell you what the title is yet? Yeah, uh-huh. What's that? It's Next Rated. Next Rated. Because the first album was called Rated Next. Right. So this is just looking in the mirror. And you know when you look in the mirror, everything is reversed. Reversed. Yeah. Um, And you guys have, like I said, you, you've been touring and you've been doing stuff with, you know, all our favorites. But those shows that, that and I've seen some of the footage and, you know, on social media thousands and thousands of people still come out yeah that's the, that's beautiful it's a blessing i mean how does that feel like you said after 20 years tw- this is like what the 21st anniversary of next 20th, right 20th, 20th, 20th year yeah. right uh-huh. so wow. 20 years and did you think that you know then that you would still make music 20 years later that would still you know connect and and still be able to eat off of i mean that that was that was the plan um i can't say that i i for this was foreseen but i i was dreaming of it i wished um it's crazy because you know you can go to a concert for a lot of these new artists and they'll do that record you like no i'll get another another um way to look at it there's times that we've opened up for new artists which we're fine with we don't care if we go on first second you know it doesn't matter to us um, our job is to make it hard for whoever's after us. <laughs> but what is, a lot of a lot of times promoters will book us and put us on with the hot new person that has that one record, and we'll come out and we'll do all these records and we cheat because I I, I make sure that we perform records I've written for other people so we do like a review. To uh, right, right, uh huh. So then this other act comes on and then. Nobody in particular. I don't mean this to be personal, but another act might come on that has a new record out, and they got that one song, and they're performing all this stuff that no one knows, and people are sitting there waiting for that that one song. So I I don't think a lot of people understand it's about your history and discography and everything that you have that you can get up there on stage and perform. Anybody in particular? Okay, let let me rephrase this question because you know, kind of. Continue with you said you try to make it hard for whoever, but is there anybody that you perform that you that just gets you to the point like that you use for motivation, but in a good way? Like man, this every time we perform with them, they make it a little. They make me step my game up just a little more. Is there any group? Not not for the reasons you're saying because I'm gonna be honest. Um, I've been in the game so long, and I'm forty. I turned forty this year, so. Literally, when I get off stage, I'm trying to go back to the hotel to lay down. Because <laughs> I'm giving everything I got. And I, right. I'm an early bird. I'm up at like 4.30 in the morning. So by the time I perform, it's like, yeah, let me get back. And if I'm going home after that city, I'm trying to get on the first thing smoking anyway. But the reason for us has always been we've always felt like we were the overlooked group. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Why, why is that? Um, it's easy. It I, 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 I was a joke because I was telling the guys the other day on the road. I said, you know what? Our hair was always snappy because we didn't have a combs. We didn't have a puffy. Right. No, have, I know what you mean. Right. We didn't have a, a JD. We didn't have. So we didn't have. Even with that, all the success. Y- yes. Yes. Because we didn't. We didn't have the features. We didn't have. We had the commercial and pop crossover hits. But when you're talking about these concerts, it's usually urban concerts. Right. Uh-huh. So, you know, when you talk about all these other great groups, because 112 was one of my favorite groups. You know, I love Jagged. Um, Drew, all those guys. But, of, of course, people don't realize that, you know, with only three albums, three projects, we sold comparable amounts of records. Right. Um, but people will be like, oh, I remember that one song, but then we get on stage. And, and they'll be like, oh, damn, I, I forgot, forgot about yeah, that. so we're right. like the forgotten group. But it's cool. It's, it's not nothing personal against the other groups. But when I know that we're going on and we got to, you know, open up, my job is to make sure the next day people go. The next people, did that. No, not even that. To the people that came to the show late that missed us. They heard about us, and they're not going to be late next Next time. time. So, yeah. I can remember, man, um, seeing Next. And this was at the time that um, Tweet was 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 had took, taken his hiatus, and it right. was just you and Tilo. And you guys did a show at the Celebrity Theater in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And um, 
at the time I was managing uh, the group troop. And when I say you and Tilo ripped that damn arena apart, you had your sheriff, you were all in the crowd. You guys had <laughs> did wifey twice. <laughs> and I remember after the show, I went and said, they busted your ass. Just show. it was just you and Tilo. It was so much electricity in that. That's crazy. In that uh, uh, st- uh, stadium arena, whatever. Like I couldn't because it was just you two. Was it was so much so, energy. So was Depons there? No, this was oh, way wow. before oh, okay. Depons. Let me shout out Depons too. I, it's funny, you know, because he was the guy kind of like that replaced me. I, we, he replaced Tweet first, and then he replaced me later on. And I, I want people to know out there that there's no hard feelings. The truth is, he lived with me. I taught him how to record certain things. Right. Um, not saying I, I taught him, but you know right. I know what you mean. Um, yeah. And only issue I'd ever had was that you know I seen him on YouTube overseas performing next records by himself. Like Uh-oh. they were his. That's the only issue I got. So you had no issue at the when he was rocking with the other members of not, group. Not at uh, all. Of, but yeah. when you're doing it by yourself, yeah, like yeah, when, there's when an issue. Exactly. When you're out there rocking my records, like. You know what I'm saying? Like you were part of it. They mine. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I'm not mad at your hustle. No, I understand. I, I, I feel like if you have a platform like this, you use that and start releasing your own music like he did. Because, he, you know, he's a he's a wonderful artist. Right. But my thing was just, you know, going out there doing wifey and too close by yourself. That's nah, nah, that's not the business. Nah, and I don't even mean that as a diss. I'm just saying that, you know what I mean? Anybody, you know what I mean? I just don't think that's... So, um, AM Caffeine Show, RL uh, in the building. So, we're going to be dropping this single in the next couple weeks. Video, like what is, Everything. are you guys just trying to figure out what the plan is going to be? The, the truth is we've been gone so long and and I hate to say it, but I've seen a lot of great artists with great music come out and it not be heard or the video look like it was shot on the mm-hmm. iPhone 4S or something. Because they're going to these, you know, we've gotten some of these same offers from these smaller boutique labels that, excuse me, really go, well, you know what? They got a fan base. We'll put $10 behind them and put them out. And it's not even. And see what happens. It's not on the level that they should be, though. Right. I know these artists is fly and they got dope records and they work hard. But a lot of labels are looking, oh, this old school. Right. Right. And we'll just put them out and we'll make our money back in a little bit more. But it won't be a good look for them. So how do you change that? You just wait for what you deserve. We could have been come out with something. I mean, we had the music, but the truth is I'd rather continue to sing, you know, the classics before I would just waste some of my good records. I'd rather Mm -hmm. give them to another artist than just put out some records that nobody's ever going to hear. Right. It's all about marketing and promotion now. Right. So until you can find the right situation, you just rather do it under your own control basically yeah well that's another option because you know we've we've been working for you know a lot of years and we and we have the capital to do certain things if that's what we want to do but the truth is partnering with somebody you know there's people that you know want to meet with us and have been asking but we really had to get ourselves internally together and now we have so now we're ready right and we wanted to get the project done because we didn't want any outside influence you know because a lot of times your artists that you're used to don't sound the same because somebody's in their ear telling them, you need to do this. You need you don't hear that snap music? Right, you need you to do you that. Need you to... need to chase what's going exactly. on right now. Nah, I'm, nah, we, listen, again, I'm 40. I ain't chasing nothing. Right, <laughs> but a check. Um, and my daughter, that's right. it. <laughs> yeah. AM Caffeine Show. I got to thank RL from Rockin' With Us, dude. Man. This was special, and, and, it wasn't, special. and it wasn't easy. Now, I did step out for a minute, but I did have a question. Uh, from a songwriting standpoint, are there any artists that are kind of like have been like your? This is one I work, who I want to work with, but you have not been able to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For who? Who would? Who would those it's, it's, be? It's two. It's, it's Shania Twain, and it's it's Brandy. But what's funny is, hey, you already know how I feel. Hey, you know how I feel about some damn Brandy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all another insider. There was something that was epic that was was supposed to happen. Um, Duran from One Twelve, me and. Um, him have worked together and he used to send me CD <laughs> full of tracks. CDs. <laughs> right, CDs full of tracks. What it well, one day I called him. I said, listen, I need the files for this track. He was like, okay, what's up? I was like, well, you got a record on Jamie Foxx's album. And we and he didn't even realize it. It was just some random track he sent me and we did Forecast. Okay. So I've always Bro. had a, a certain respect for his artistry. He's a dope producer, dope vocalist. And 
we were supposed to do a next 112 record. Oh. But the politics got involved, and um, it was actually uh, Wendell Love uh, brought a style. He just was talking about that. Right. Um, but they're going to do a record with Jagged. Okay. And I think it's going to be incredible, but, you know, I was kind of disappointed. But, you know, that's the politics of the game. So, right. And my favorite saying is, I wish you well, I just wish me better. Right. But that's kind of <laughs> changing now for me. To what? Um, I wish me well. Right. And, and, and I wish me better. Right, right. But for this situation, because I'm a fan of both groups, I, I want to see it hit. I want to see it do ma- amazing numbers because that'll show these executives. Right. That that, that genre can it's still it's generate. classic. Absolutely. Not old school. Right. It's like Jordans. You re-release them, change them a little bit, but people still will stand still in line and be on eBay trying to spend more than they should for them. So, right. Yeah. AM Caffrey. Speaking about that, you are a sneakerhead for real, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, I am. Because I didn't have them growing up. I used to put on sneakers and run out the store. Uh, back You're a little booster. But, uh, no, no, I wasn't even. I hate. I hate that. But like, I wasn't. I didn't steal. I took. Like it wasn't. I would hide. It was right in front of you. Catch me. <laughs> what are we doing? Who running faster? That's what it was. You know What's your about? favorite sneaker now? Right. Um, probably the Yeezys, and I don't know if it's because it's hard harder to get them. The or, Adidas or the Nike ones. Um, Adidas. They're just so comfortable, and I travel low, a lot. The low top. Of- well, I like them both, but they're okay. really comfortable. Um, my friend is an exec over at Adidas, so I, I love the I love their sweats and everything because they got the classics that we always wear shell toes and things. Oh like yeah, that. my favorite. I I, but, I got but so I, many. I, ain't lie, I, I can't say I don't love Jordans, but there's so many that comes out, and I only like like threes, fours, and sixes or something like that. There's only certain numbers, but gotcha. um, I like the fact that. Adidas are coming out with new styles and different things of that nature. Where when it comes to Nike, it's more for the retros. For Adidas, it's you know some retro, but Kanye is, is killing them. You know what I'm saying? I heard he drives around in his G wagon out here. And uh, Tim Thomas used to play ball for the Bucks. For the Bucks, that's my yeah, dude. That's, what that's up, Tim? Guy. That's the homie. That's, that's the homie. I texted Tim two weeks ago. Did not hit me back. Yeah, he, what he, up, Tim? I, I think he. I think he has a baby on the way. Okay, <laughs> okay. He gets out. a pass. He gets. I, a pass. I hope I'm not, you know, spilling beans because Uh-oh. he texted me the other day. That's that's. No, Tim is a cool yeah, cat. Tim is a cool, cool cat. Jersey, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. He um was telling me that he lives in the same neighborhood um as, as uh, uh, Kanye. It's it's it's. Chris Jenner. Oh, okay. And uh, he said, easy be driving around and has a, a, a truck full and gives them out to the kids and stuff. And I'm oh, like, that's oh, dope. Don't let me. But see, I'm, I'm going to be like, can I get another pair for my yeah. cousin? A different color, same size. They really for, They're me, for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> AM Caffeine Show. Thank you, RL, for uh, hanging with the AM Caffeine Show today, man. Real special. Make sure you continue to uh, follow the group next. RL, how can folks find you social media? And I know RL is one of those guys that. If you come out of your face or you kind of say something that he's not really, he will respond. No, that no, that's not true. Way, in no, a good no, way, no, and in a I'm, bad I'm gonna way. I'm going to be honest. What I do is I I want to screenshot what you said and post it because <laughs> I can't go in on you. That I can't as an artist. Only the game and Chris Brown and people like that, which I'd be <laughs> jealous of. Can snap? I can't. I'm, I'm Mr. Butterlove. I ooh yeah, I can't. Do all that. <laughs> but I can post your comment and say something really nice. And then and let everybody go, else. Well, you can be nice, but I won't. Right. So yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm just RL J U S T R L on is. Instagram and on Twitter. Holler at me. RL's in the building. So before we leave, can we let's run that next again one more time? Let's run that. We got to do it. It's only right. You got to do it. We got to do it. AM Caffeine Show once again. Thank you, RL. This is the brand new joint from Next. Shout out to the homies. Tweet. Shout out to the homie Tilo. Make Kid sure you Fresh. follow him. Kid Fresh. I can't, up, for- Fresh. can't forget DJ Kid Fresh. Thank you, RL. Yes, in the sir. building. Brand new next again. Saying how you wanna have me When she's laying right next to me And you know damn well Cause y'all just got off the phone But it doesn't seem to bother you Cause you keep sending pics of you in the new Now you wanna get an attitude Cause I won't respond to you 